Good afternoon. We are back. We are back. We are back. So I know there's been a little bit of a hiatus, uh, mostly because the program I was using to record my audio is now crashing my computer. So I'm having to use another program here. Um, this is Audacity. Hello, Audacity. Say hello, everybody. So, um, ooh, today's episode is brought to you by Mother Loving Neil Young. Alright, I've been listening to so much Neil Young the past week, week and a half, uh, that it's actually been kind of wild. I think I've listened to like four albums start to finish. The best of those albums is definitely Harvest. It's a fucking terrific album. Um, but the song that I want to uh, let you all in on is called... Actually, I actually haven't picked yet. I just kind of thought Neil Young. Mm. How about Harvest Moon? Harvest Moon by Neil Young. Terrific song. Very chill vibes. Uh, it's kind of a love song. Um, there is a MTV unplugged version of that song that is terrific. It's so good. Uh, there's a dude actually on stage because they do the whole recording thing, and in the song, there's a broom going like, you know, it's like a, it's like a. What is that straw? It's like a straw broom, like a really old timey broom, just kind of rubbing across the the ground. And so for the MTV Unplugged, they had they actually had the guy. Uh, there was a broom guy on stage, and they just had basically it was a microphone laying on the ground, and he had a little like wooden platform he could stand on, <laughs> and he was just sweeping the floor with the rhythm of the song. So. Um, not a bad gig. I would totally play the broom for Neil Young. That is something I think I could pick up and play right now and have no problems. I'll be the broom guy. I hope my cat doesn't get on my table. She might knock over this light. It's not good for podcasting. <clears throat> Anyways. Um, I kind of just wanted to talk about like music and shit today. Because I don't know if you've heard... But in the background, listen. If I did my audio right, um, there should be a little music in the background. And that music is from Donkey Kong Country. Donkey Kong Country is my favorite video game soundtrack ever. I think it's got the best music, for sure. It is, uh, oh god, she's on the table. You motherfucker. If you knock over that light, I swear to God, if you step on my keyboard, ooh, ooh, you better just jump off the table now. But Donkey Kong Country is definitely the best soundtrack, 100%, 150%. It's so good. I want to, like, doot-doot out the songs for you, but I can't. Stop smelling my light. What's wrong with you? Don't drink my water either. Get out of here. Go away. 
cat be gone. Hey, that worked. Go on, skit. Um, oh, yeah. The Donkey Kong Country soundtrack is it's an 8-bit game, first of all. You know, for the original game. I think it came out on the NES? NES? Maybe the Super Nintendo? I'm not sure. It definitely had, like, an original Game Boy iteration, but... 8-bit. It's really, really, really good. Um, and that's coming from a guy... Like, I play a lot of Pokemon games. Pokemon's, like, definitely in my top five games of all time, just in general, Pokemon. Uh... I think Donkey Kong Country fucking smashes it, dude. Smashes it. Even, like, Red and Blue soundtrack, which is fucking terrific. You know, that Viridian City theme, the Pokemon Center theme, Battle theme. Dude, they're they're so good. Lavender Town's probably one of the most infamous fucking songs ever because it made Japanese kids kill themselves. (laughs) Yeah, come on. I mean, they lose a game of fucking... Hentai heroes and they'll kill themselves over in Japan. Hey yo, <laughs> man, that'd be a fun game. I bet there is a game called Hentai Heroes actually out there. If there's not a game called Hentai Heroes, I claim it now. That's my game. I'm making it. Okay, I thought there was a fucking cat trying to get me. <clears throat> No, soundtrack, like, video game soundtracks are so good sometimes. Some, like, actual song soundtracks, like the Fallout franchise. Fallout has some amazing music. It opened the gate for so many, uh, for so much of my music taste now. Fallout 3's um, soundtrack with the Galaxy News radio. So it had, like, a radio that would play kind of like Grand Theft Auto just as you walked around. Um... Although, granted, I thought it was in a car. But they played actual music. But in the setting of Fallout 3, basically, I don't want to get too into it, but everything is like circa 1940s is basically when time kind of halted for the Fallout franchise. So all the music and everything is, uh, you know, all like 30s and 40s and earlier, like swing band type stuff. Like there's a lot of... um, Mother, f- what is her name? All right, let me open my Spotify. Um, a lot of Billy, Billy, not Eilish, Billy Holiday. There's a lot of Billy Holiday music. I fucking love her. The uh, the Ink Spots, bunch of shit from them. There's some, uh, what's his name, Louis Armstrong, shit like that. I mean, just like all this really old, like jazzy. Um, crooning music, so good. That I mean, and it, I mean, it really did like unlock that whole era for me because I've, I mean, I know a bunch of those fucking bands now and like swing and like jazz shit because of Fallout, and then Fallout New Vegas. Hey, Fallout New Vegas had a uh, good fall or a good soundtrack too. Although it had like a lot of old classic country, like 1940s and 50s country songs. So that's really cool. You got like Marty Robbins, Big Iron, um, 
shit. What is that one song called? Something about his beer. Um, fucking, I've got Spurs that Jingle Jangle, that Gene Autry song. Like, I mean, there's some really good ones on that too, actually. <laughs> uh, ooh, Blue Moon is on that game from Frank Sinatra. Oh my lord, that song is insane. That's such a good song. Blue moon. Do da da do da da dee do. Ba 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 bee dee. So good. You know what drives me crazy? And I'm thinking about this because that's happened to me the other day. Whenever you get into people's cars who, like, have sound systems, but they don't equalize their music, or they don't equalize it well, so it just kind of sounds like shit. It's one of my biggest pet peeves, is having music that sounds like shit. So I have a sub in my truck, and it's only a 10-inch sub. It's not anything crazy. And I have aftermarket door speakers, but, I mean, pride of Walmart. So they're better than what Ford provided me. But, you know, nothing wild. But my, I'm going to say it, my truck sounds good. Sounds very good. Um, I listen to a lot of music in it, and I listen to a lot of music outside of it, and I like listening to music inside of it more, <laughs> being honest. <laughs> We've got a really good mix going. It's got a lot of bass uh, because of the sub, and, you know, it does work. But I've gotten in people's cars. This one dude I got in his car. He had like all these like crazy ass. Like they glowed in the door speakers. And then he had two 12 two inch subs. In the back of his. It was a Mustang. That's what it was. And uh, <laughs> we, I got in his car. I've only been, I was only in it one time ever. And it was to go uh, smoke some pot. So early smoking days for me. I get in the back, and, like, it's a fucking Mustang, first of all, so it's got some subs in the back, so, like, you have to, like, sit on the subs, basically, and then he's got these things where he's just like, fuck it, bass, and it sounded awful, it rattled the windows, it shook his fucking rearview mirror, I don't even know how he drove, because, like, it just fucking vibrated it uncontrollably, that was insane, at and it sounded like horse shit. It sounded like horse shit. I just, I, I don't know. He was like, hey, check out this song here. This song's fire. That's all it sounds like. <laughs> now you know what it's like to be in that car with him. <laughs> man and I don't even know like it's not even that hard to to equalize your music it's really not you just kind of play with the levels until it doesn't sound like somebody is just throwing gravel into a fucking wind tunnel <laughs> uh, it's crazy and then like yeah, I knew this girl in high school that uh, I got in her car one time and she goes, hold on, 
this song doesn't sound right. Let me let me pull up my equalizer. And she pulled it up. And her trebles is just all the way. And her bass is just all the way. And she goes, oh, no, it's good. And she closes it and we just keep listening. <laughs> she just turned everything up. It's just like, frack it. Loud. That's what sound I like. Yeesh. Those are out of like shot stock. Let's see what was that truck? It was a Chevy Colorado. <clears throat> it's from like 2018, maybe 2017. It would have had to have been like 2016, 2017. So it was a. I mean, it was, it was all right, but she wasn't doing it any favors. Let me tell you that much. God, I just don't understand how people just listen to music bad. They take this great song that this artist took all this time to to work on and they shove it through this tin can of a fucking sound system they've got. And it shouldn't sound like that. It's like you you spend all this money and get all this wiring and shit. You got your amp and your fucking... And I got my, my new radio deck and I got four stock speakers in your door. And I don't know. It sounds like you're living in 1920. <laughs> I don't know, man. I have a I have another podcast with Zayden coming, by the way. Um, I went over his house this weekend, this past weekend, and um, <laughs> we took each 500 milligrams worth of edible marijuana. And, um, we got real fucking high. We got dummy dumb high. <laughs> so, like, we ate, well, they were they were called buffalo balls. And it was basically a chocolate truffle. Like, you'd get, like, a Valentine's Day. Uh, and they were 200 milligrams each. And there was five of them. So, we each, you know, just ate one straight up. And then we kind of, like, we were going to, like, wait... And see it out because we were originally just going to take like 250 and then see and take some later. But as we were doing the podcast and like leading up to that and setting up and everything, we just kind of started eating it. And so at some point when we were recording that podcast, and you'll hear it because I'm going to leave it in, um, it just stopped recording at like 12 minutes or something like that. So. We didn't realize that, and we just kept going. You know, we're high. We're getting higher as the seconds are going. And, um, at, you know, we open up the computer to check it, because, you know, the screen went to sleep. And I saw that it had only been recording for 12 minutes. We were going to take a break and then come back and record a little bit more. And we were like, what the fuck? Because whenever I looked at that screen and, and high me saw... 12 minutes, 48 seconds was all that recorded. I immediately thought, holy shit, have we only been here for 12 minutes? And I looked at Zayden and I was like, I think we've only been, we've only recorded for 12 minutes. And I just saw like the fear and like also like, I don't know, it was like joy, but fear on his face. And we just both immediately started like screaming and freaking out and shit. We're like, what the fuck? How? How is that 12 minutes? We like, in reality, we sh- we were probably actually there for like probably thirty minutes or more, something like that. But 
holy shit it, that threw me for a loop like I had to like bury my head in his pillow on his bed and shit <laughs> it was wild cause we didn't we didn't know what time we started recording you know so it just kinda happened <laughs> yeah so we uh, I think we ended, I don't know how long we recorded after that it might be kind of a short one I might put an anecdote on the beginning or end of it or something um, something to give it a little more width, length, maybe. Um, I don't know. I like doing podcasts with Zayden, though. I want to get him down here in Afton so I can get him in the Beats by Dr. Dre, Super Soup, Blunt Lab, and Podcast Center brought to you by Beats by Dr. Dre. That's the name of this establishment, by the way. <clears throat> I should do, like, a Mimi, uh studio tour for the Beats by Dr. Dre's Super Suit Blunt Lab and Podcast Center brought to you by Beats by Dr. Dre. Uh, I think that'd be pretty sick, huh? You guys get to see the setup? I'm recording right now on my camera, so you'll get to see it regardless. Where am I going to upload this? Okay, I need to make a YouTube channel, right? Good Aftermorning, YouTube.com. I might have already done that. I don't know. I don't know if I did or not. So we'll have to uh, revisit that and see. But I'm pretty sure I did. I don't know. You'll be able to watch these VODs on there. I'll start uploading full VODs of this year podcast to that their channel. And what do you want, you fucking feline? How dare you yawn at me? <clears throat> so uh, I'm looking at my thing here yeah so I did the carnivore diet in my break of podcast um, I think I went like 20 something days just eating meat and drinking mostly water I did cheat a couple times and I had like a chocolate milk which I mean just chocolate in general is just straight up sugar so there's a little bit of sugar I had um I've kind of reverted back I want to just not eat as much sugar I feel like because that was most of the reason I did the carnivore diet was to reset my gut because I have been eating so much sugar I work at a grocery store at night and I also smoke pot a lot so having munchies at 2 a.m. in a grocery store is um it is a test of will let me tell you and i don't even know will <laughs> that was a bad joke ah my soundboard i forgot about it should we even do it i don't even remember if you could hear it in the other fucking podcast very much but uh we're just gonna go right into it there you go <laughs> My cat is like leaning up against the... I don't think you want to hear me scratching my beard. My cat is just leaning up against the back of my laptop. Is it warm? What's wrong with you? I wonder if the camera can see her. (laughs) 
I like never yawn all day, and then when I start recording the podcast, I just immediately start yawning. That's kind of fucked up, bro. That's a real fucked up. You know what else is fucked up? That the entire world loves Pokemon cards now. I feel so shafted. Like early 2019, I want to say maybe like probably in January, straight up. Uh, YouTube recommended me Max Mofo Pokemon. Uh, if you don't know who Max Mofo is, he used to hang out with uh, Filthy Frank and iDubs and made all those wonderful videos with them. Hair Cake, Deadly Twister. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> he um, he had like a Pokemon card opening channel and through him I you know started watching him open cards and shit which is pretty funny because he's Mimi uh, I found Leon Hart whenever he had like 200k subs if that and started kind of watching him I don't really like his unboxings a whole lot he talks a lot like whenever because I got Megan my girlfriend kind of hooked on watching him for a little bit whenever we would watch his like I would you literally have to fast forward like the first six minutes then he gets the cards out and then you have to fast forward like 30 seconds in between each fucking card and each pack because he just talks about shit and he just like says like and he reiterates and he plugs and ish it's, it's useless <laughs> But he is blown the fuck up now. He's like a Pokemon card broker now. I want to know how much money he made from all this shit. But my point is, I was into opening Pokemon cards, and my friend Chandler, um, who I think, I mean, there are some Rattlesnake Boys podcasts where I think we open cards on air, and that that was like mid 2019. That's crazy. Or end of 2019. Anyways. We get to now, and there's no cards on the shelves anywhere. Every single card online is now three times what it was whenever I first started, like, rekindling. Like, I had booster boxes in my Amazon uh, shopping cart just kind of sitting there. And I had, like, a Burning Shadows and an Evolutions, and there was something else. And they were just kind of sitting there, and I was like, you know, they were like 80 bucks, 100 bucks for the evolution. So I was like, I'm, you know, maybe I'll just buy a shitload of cards one of these days. It's like 36 cards, or 36 packs, you know? Who knows? I never did. Wish I would have. I really wish I would have. And I wish I would have never opened them, which is impossible, because I know I would have opened them. But, because <laughs> now... Those same, I still have them in my shopping cart on Amazon. If I open it up, they are like three hundred dollars for that Burning Shadows box and like five hundred for that Evolutions box. You know how insane that is. I went from eighty dollars, like the the Burning Shadows was seventy nine ninety nine, to it now costs. Let me look it up. Three hundred and twenty five dollars. For one box. You know how fucking stupid that is? 
I wish you motherfuckers would have never discovered Pokemon cards. Fuck y'all. That's so stupid. This, I mean, once fucking Logan Paul caught on to it, I, I should have known, man. I should have known. I should have bought. I should have bought a bunch of them. Just sat on them and resold for fucking like four times their value. It's insane. Because now, like, they're never going to depreciate ever again. Because now there's so many people that had been rekindled. The market is going to be like this forever. It will never be like it was before. Maybe 10 years from now it will be. But it don't, I mean, it's crazy. So wild. There's so much money in it now. For like one of those first edition base set boxes, booster boxes, I think those run like fucking like 30K now. Especially if you get a first edition or like shadowless box. Like, that's insane, man. $30,000 for 36 packs of cardboard. And then, like, the cards you'll get inside of them are even more insane. Like, I don't even want to know what of first edition Shadowless Holographic Charizard is. It's got to be, like, 300k now. Because every single time somebody opens a first edition anything or a base set anything any of those old boxes, any time somebody breaks the seal on any of those, the value goes up. Immediately, the value goes up for everything. Because as people dig through and open these boxes, you can never reopen them. You can never recirculate the cards. So whatever fucking warehouse they're digging these out of, it's going to run out. And whenever that happens, those Charizard cards are going to be worth like fucking a million dollars. It's going to be insane. Like, I don't... It's so wild. It's so wild. <clears throat> I just, um... I just feel left out. Now I can't even buy cards at my local Wally Mart. My cat is giving me dirty looks right now. Fuck you, kitty. Fuck you in the fuzz. So, uh, <laughs> you guys want to hear a joke? All right. What's a skeleton's favorite meal? No, guess. No, come on, guess. Spare rib. Spare rib is their favorite meal. <laughs> so the reason I told you that joke like that is because I used to have this little fuck ass that worked for me at Reese's. And he will go unnamed. I will, I will just refer to him as fuck ass. So this guy... It, let's see, I, I worked eight hours with him every night for a while. And I think he talked for seven hours and 45 minutes of that. I don't think he... I don't think he ever, like, stopped making noise. Because even whenever we would, like, work aisles together and, you know, 
You just be stalking shit. I would have my headphones in, be listening to whatever. He would listen to fucking like stand up or some shit in his headphones and would just all the fucking time and he had he had a laugh that was like that and he would just like cackle and yell throughout the whole aisle and i really hated my life whenever he worked there i really did that guy drove me insane so one night while we're doing our job he asked me that question it was around halloween it was like a week before halloween or some shit and he goes Hey, what's a skeleton's favorite meal? And I go, I don't know. What is it? You know, like any fucking human being ever responds to that joke. And he goes, no, guess. No, just tell me. Like, <laughs> and that's exactly what I said to him. I was like, just tell me. He goes, no, come on, guess. I said, I was like, no, I don't want to fucking guess. Like, that's not how jokes work, you know? So then, he doesn't say anything. He's just like, all right. And we just keep working, and we keep working. And I swear to God, like, ten minutes goes by. And then he just goes, spare rib. (laughs) And then, like, starts laughing and, like, looks at me and is like, ah. (laughs) I was like, what, what are you talking about, man? And he goes, spare rib, that's a skeleton's favorite meal. And I started laughing because of how awful he told that joke. Like, you could not have told that joke or any other joke any more worse than that. (laughs) So I started laughing, and he goes, pretty funny, right? And I was like, no, I think your timing's off. And he goes, my timing? And I was like, yeah, I think the timing of the joke was off. You didn't tell it right. And he goes, no. The timing's good. Halloween's next week. It's a good Halloween joke. (laughs) Like, he didn't even fucking get it. He didn't even get why that joke wasn't good. It's because you fucking waited 12 minutes to tell me the punchline. (laughs) After trying to get me to guess the punchline. God damn it, dude. That guy, I hated that guy. I hate that guy. If I saw him in public right now, I'd avoid him. Because <laughs> there is not any situation that I could see myself in that I would want him to be involved. <laughs> He's just so fucking annoying, and he would just like constantly lie. Like he's just constantly telling all these stories that you just know. Like you just know, no, that did not happen to you. Like there's no way. It's insane. And he was a, here's the kicker, alright, this guy was a veteran, a purple heart decorated veteran, and he's 22 years old, I was 21 at the time, so sergeant fuck ass is 22 years old, I'm 21, he has been, he was an active duty soldier in the army and came back, because he got shot in the back or some shit, but this is the whole thing about his situation. It's like he went to fucking Kuwait or something, which I'm gonna look it up. Like, I think I looked it up at the time. I don't even know what the fuck we we're doing in Kuwait. Um, it's just like one of those areas we took in the in the 
in the Gulf War, you know? So, and he worked at, like, he was, like, an artillery guy, so he's not even, like, on the front line. I don't even know how he got fucking injured. He said he got shot in the back. I don't know. I really don't. Um, so he comes back, and (laughs) one of the first things he says to me ever is he goes, man... You know, you've never really lived. (laughs) He goes, man, you've never really lived until you've held your best friend while he was bleeding out of four bullet holes and he's dying in your arms and you tell him that it's going to be all right, even though you know it's not going to be all right. And then he just looked at me and was just like shaking his head. And I'm just like, okay. (laughs) <laughs> like, what do you say to that? What do you say to that? Dude, our military's fucked up. Like, why is that guy allowed to walk the streets? Like, I'm not so certain that he wouldn't just kill somebody. He's fucking... He has some issues, man. Issues. <laughs> I know it kind of sounds bad to, to shit on him now because he's a fucking veteran wounded in the line of service, but... Wish would have just shot him. <laughs> Could they just kill him? <laughs> uh. You just got to meet the guy. Hold the conversation with him. Because I bet, bef- like, and actually, I, I'm there are some people at Reesers that knew him before, like in like high school and shit. And I mean, they were like, yeah, it's pretty much just the way that dude is. So the war didn't fuck him up that bad. It just gave him some new subject matter. <laughs> some really depressing subject matter. I can't remember the the actual first thing he ever said to me. The actual, the actual first thing, it was like... Oh, motherfucker. It was something, and then I'm also... He's like, I'm also completely deaf in my right ear or some shit it was so, it was like <laughs> I can't remember because it, it was so juxtaposed together and it was so funny like I had to like it was one of those moments where you just had to like <gasps> and suppress the laughter because <laughs> he was just like I've mother I don't want to ruin it I wish I could remember what it was it was literally the first thing he ever said to me it was just wild I should have known from the start. This guy was going to be crazy. I've seen some real characters come through Reesers. You know, working at a... Actually just being in the workforce now has made me realize that um, adults are morons. Adults are fucking stupid. Like, I don't know what I expected from whenever... You know, whenever you're a kid... You just kind of think that everybody that's older has their shit together unless they, like, look like they don't, you know? Like, you can tell. But it's, like... And, like, it's super obvious. Because... You you don't think that all these people who, like, you know, you go to school with and you grow up with who are, like, you know, mid-ranged, mostly just meatheads, mostly just dumb... 
they, uh, I guess I expected them to not be that way when they're older, to not think the same way, because I've met a bunch of adults now who work and are just, you know, I see them in their natural habitat and I work with them and I'm just like, my God, my Lord, there's some fucking idiots out there. Like, uh, adults are stupid. They're dumb. It's just like the lack, I don't, I don't, it's gotta be just the United States fucking education system or something. Like, the lack of critical thinking in the every American's fucking head is insane. I just can't grasp it. It's so wild. You want to know something? And this doesn't really have to do with their intellect. It's more just me. But I have to, like, take their temperatures every day. All these people that come in, you know. Because um, I'm the manager on duty at, like, 7 in the morning when everybody shows up. So I have to take everybody's temperatures, make sure nobody has the Wuhan breath. And, um, like, almost every day they're astounded that their temperature isn't something wildly different than it was the day before. And it's every single person, every day. I deal with it. Like, I listen to this shit all the time. I'll scan their fucking forehead with the thing, and I'll be like, 96.2. And, uh, it's like, oh, it's the same as yesterday. Or like, huh, why is it, it's always 96. Like, yeah, if it was fucking different, you would be sick. And if it... And, like, they freak out because they'll be like, you know, I think that thing's broken. I think that temperature's broken because I've been 96.3 for the past three days. Like, yeah, dude, that's homeostasis. Your body is doing what it's supposed to do. If your fucking temperature fluctuates a bunch, that means you're dead. It means you die. <laughs> There's only, like, ten fucking possible things it could be within that range of, like, 96 and the reason I'm saying 96 is because it's one of those fucking scan thermometers. So you have to add a couple degrees to it. But that's what it scans as. Um, so, <laughs> there's only like fucking 10 possibles, you know, f before it becomes 97. And that means you have a 99 degree fever and you're fucking sick. Like, I don't People are so stupid. That's just one of the things that, that bothers me. But it, it's like... That happens to me six times a day, five days a week. <laughs> Where I get some weird fucking question statement about what their temperature is. I'm just like, God. Just think about it. Please. Maybe it's because I work at a grocery store. Nah. Nah, even if I was in an office or something like that, it's still just, you guys are dumb. <laughs> you guys are real dumb. I don't know, man. I kind of went through all this shit I wanted to talk about. Uh, I couldn't really get into a good flow until about the end there. I felt, I don't know, I feel choppy about this one. I feel weird. I thought about like playing Minecraft while I while I did a podcast, but you know, I'd probably just play Minecraft the whole time. 
Uh, hey, if you're listening from India, what up? I was looking at my podcast uh, stats yesterday, and I have more Indian listeners than I do uh, United States listeners. So what's going on, guys? Why are you holding out on me? <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to take over the world. You know, if you're Indian and you're listening to this, the time is short, brother. We will rise soon. We will rise very soon. And good after morning, we'll just eat the Middle East from the inside out. And then we'll conquer Rome. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, I hope you guys like the music. I hope I got it working. Because what if I'm just talking about the music a couple times in the podcast and there's no music? Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully it sounds pretty good and I can continue to do it in the future. I just looked up some fucking Donkey Kong Country lo-fi remix. So Nintendo doesn't slap the shit out of me for stealing their shit. There's your, uh, there's your yawn. And with that, I think I'm gonna... I think I'm gonna go check on my roast. I'm making a roast. I wish I had some celery to put in it. Let's have, uh, carrots and potatoes and onions and shit. I'll tell you what, carnivore diet will get you very good at cooking steaks, dog. I'm, I can make a mean steak now. I wanna make another one. I need to buy some more rosemary, though. I might get some thyme, too. I watched, like, fucking ten YouTube videos on how to pan sear a steak properly. And, like, compiled all that information together. And, uh... I can make a pretty good steak. So we butchered a cow, or my family butchered a cow. Because my entire one side of my family is all ranchers. So they all run cattle and shit. So my grandpa gave my mom a cow for <laughs> for Christmas. <laughs> a butchered cow. So that's a fuck ton of meat. So she gave me some meat. She gave my brother some meat. And we had a whole bunch of steaks. But I ate probably three-fourths of those within those 20 days. Because, you know, I was just eating red meat like a motherfucker. Um... I still got some sirloins out there, big as my head. And there's a ribeye out there and a T-bone, I think, still. There's some more roast with some short ribs out there. I really want to really make some good short ribs. I might barbecue them. Because I don't really want to do... So I was looking into it, and you have to, like, braise them or something, which means you... It's kind of like making a roast, but different. And it takes a long ass time. Stop calling me lady. It takes a long ass time. So I really just want to, you know, put barbecue on them. <laughs> just bake them a little bit or something. I don't know. It's fucking massive chunks of meat, though. Anyways, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go check out my roast. And I'll see you guys next week. Uh, I'm going to let the music play out a little bit. Let's see if I can sync it up pretty. Do, do, do. Do, 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 do.
do 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 do